Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. And you are going to be so blessed by the riveting testimony of our special guest, Chai T. Matthias. So focus your thoughts because you've got the victory. Hey guys, welcome to the show that gives you the tools you need to break through into all you were created to be, to live your life full of hope and purpose. I'm Pam Ramey and Jesus Girls, let's find our role. Guys, thanks for joining us today. It is my great pleasure and honor to introduce to you Chai T. Matthias. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to go, and you're gonna hear me roll. <laughs> Well, who could do that better than you? My goodness. Now there's a set of pipes right there. Yeah, we're probably going to hear a little bit more of that. It is so great having you in the Jesus Girl Roar studio, Chai T. Thank you so much for having me. It's just, thank you. This is amazing. If you could just see this gorgeous smile I'm looking across the table at. She is amazing. Let me tell you a little bit about Chai T. Matthias. First of all, she is a servant of God. She is a Jesus girl. She's also an author of the book, The Endurance Ride of Life, and an international inspirational speaker as a kingdom ambassador. What does that mean to you? Man, it's someone who understands the assignment. Ooh, what, expand on that a little yeah, bit. What so, do you mean understands the assignment? Yeah, so, I mean, we're all ambassadors of the kingdom of God. We're mm-hmm. sent here for a divine purpose, and I feel like once I understood that my life was not my own and that I was here for a specific purpose, I spent my life dedicated to making sure that I fulfill that in every season of life. And so it's looked different mm-hmm. throughout the journey, but I am completely, completely sold out to the cause of Christ. <laughs> wow. That is the most important and awesome thing that any of us can be. Right, Chai T? Um I just got to hear your testimony a couple of weeks ago. You were our keynote speaker Mm -hmm. at our women's breakthrough Mm -hmm. at Abiding Church. And your testimony is absolutely riveting. It truly is. And I was wondering if perhaps you could just take us back Mm -hmm. to, you know, some of the things that you shared with us. And I'm just going to turn this over to you. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Well, again, first of all, thank you. Hello, Jesus girls that are roaring and rocking, roaring um, and rocking, roaring and rocking (laughs) for the kingdom of God. I guess whenever I'm asked to share my testimony, I have to kind of go back to the beginning, Mm -hmm. back to the beginning where many of us, maybe some not, um, but you know, those that may have had an upbringing like mine, I was born into a family and I knew Christ at a very young age, right? Because I was born into a family that knew Jesus. How wonderful. Grew grew up in the church, right? Mm -hmm. And it's one of the things that I have often said, that's one of the things that our youth are missing today is not having that as their solid foundation. I I agree with that. So my, yeah, my foundation was in the things of God. My grandmother was a woman of God. She was a woman of prayer, woman of the cloth. And so I'm very grateful for her influence Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. 
it's because of her influence. I'm the woman that I am today. And so my whole goal has been not only to to serve Jesus and to fulfill the plan and purpose that he has for my life, but also to make my grandmother proud. Right. So I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what you a Lois. Yes. She was a Lois to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when you are born into a single parent household like I was, um, my mom was about 17 years old when she had me. So she was probably still in high school herself. She a had, baby having a baby. Yep. Had other siblings who didn't necessarily want the responsibility of raising a child like she did. But I was raised in, in I guess, in cooperation with my family. So my mm. aunts, my grandmother. And then it got to a point where I was living with my mom on her own. And it wasn't always a happy environment. You Mm -hmm. know, I think when a young woman loses the essence of who she is at a very young age, Mm -hmm. she's forced to make decisions, you know, before she's ready. And so unfortunately, my mom had a lot of unhealthy relationships. Mm -hmm. And I remember that very vividly as a little girl, always hearing fighting in the home, always hearing the sound of abuse and even physically being abused by her her, myself. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember very early in maybe elementary school being taken out of her custody because of whips and bruises on my body. Oh my goodness. And so when you start off like that, it's like, how can you see Jesus? How can you see God's plan and purpose for your life when you start off at such a, in such a rough place? Mm. Um, so fast forward many years from that point, um, I'm in middle school now mm-hmm. and we moved to Houston, Texas. So just you and your mom, me and my mom, actually me and my mom and her boyfriend at the and time. And her boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. So we all moved to Houston, Texas and Houston was a very monumental time for me because one of the things that I remember the most about living in Houston was the amazing church that I was planted in. And I was also rooted in an amazing youth ministry as well. And so it's through that church, it's through that youth ministry Hmm. that not only that I I, that I get to legitimize my relationship with the father one on one in a very personal way. But I was introduced to worship and introduced to atmospheres very young. Chaiti, did yeah. how did you get involved in church? Did your mom take you? Mm-hmm. My mom took me, so oh, it was so she close. Took you. Yeah, oh, she took well, that me. That was wonderful. Absolutely. So again, I think that had a lot to do with the influence of my grandmother. Like you I know, I was going to say, yeah. So so yeah. even though there was abuse, as you just said, uh, between your you know with your mom mm-hmm. and you, she was taking you to church, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so again, grandmas think about the influence you have over your grandchildren. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very powerful. So she's taking you to church. Yeah. So I I mean, I believe that there was some um, reconciliation that happened between the two of us because again, I was taken away from her. So I'm sure she had to go through some counseling and some therapy, maybe some, Mm. you know, drug therapy treatments, et cetera, et cetera, in order to get her daughter back. Right. And so by this time now I'm reconciled with her and we moved to Houston, Texas. But again, my grandmother's influence in my life, my grandmother's influence in her life spoke volumes, even though we were in two different cities. My so goodness. at this amazing church, now I'm plugged in and I'm learning about God and I'm having these amazing experiences with him for myself, despite the volatile situation that I had at home. Okay. Mm. So even though the abuse towards me didn't stop, I still was not in a very healthy atmosphere. And I, I lean into that in the very beginning to say that your children mm-hmm. <laughs> carry the weight of God, just like someone who's been in their in, in their sixties or seventies or eighties. They Amen. carry the weight. What a word! Yes, they carry the weight. They ca- they can literally 
be the calm in a, in a very volatile storm. And I believe that God was using my life for that purpose Boy, very early on. That is a great word. That is such a great word. And I love one of the things that our pastor always says, there is no junior Holy Spirit. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I wanted to drive that home, mm-hmm. not just to just jump into my story, mm-hmm. but to really help the parents out there that are listening to really understand the weight of the assignment of being a parent Boy. and introducing them to Jesus. And not just you need to you need Jesus because I said so, but really mm-hmm. introducing them to the intimacy with the father, mm-hmm. the relationship with the loving father, specifically those children who maybe they they don't have their father. They didn't grow up in the home where there was a, mm-hmm. a father figure, you know, or maybe the father passed away, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing the love of God and knowing the father God as a child is, is priceless to me. It's and, priceless. And I just really wanted to drive that home. And so it's a beautiful word. Thank you. for <laughs> Yes. Thank you. It's so amen. powerful. Yeah. Amen. Um, so, you know, we're in this amazing youth ministry and they have, you know, youth retreats and camps and all kinds of amazing things for youth. And I, I'm grateful that I had this experience because Carmen was our worship leader (laughs) opening night um, of our youth retreat. It doesn't get too much better than that, does it? it? Does it, Chai (laughs) T? I mean, for those of you who don't know who Carmen is, Google him, right? Google him, get him, pull him up on YouTube. Yeah, he's got an amazing, uh, you know, amazing record still on iTunes. I have all this stuff. I play it for my grandson to this day. That's fantastic. (laughs) That is fantastic so Carmen was our worship leader and I remember just being at the altar and just worshiping Jesus with all the other kids and you're in middle school yeah yeah in middle school just worshiping Mm. Jesus not really fully understanding it all like we do as adults right Right. but just having such a a tender heart for the presence of God and I remember the fire of God just consuming me in a moment I, I, I literally, I'll never forget the moment because I was literally just standing there worshiping with my hands in the air and just felt this heat radiate all over my body. And I began to pray in other tongues Wow! and I could not stop. Wow. <laughs> so that this is what we call revival fire. This is what we call revival <laughs> fire. And it starts on the inside. It starts on the inside. And yeah. so I began to pray in the Holy Spirit. And I was so excited. The first person I went to call was my grandmother <laughs> to let her know that I prayed in tongues like her because it was like such an honor to, to be able to pray like my grandmother. And she said, and she said, I want you to continue to pray. I want you to continue to use your gifts because you've been given a gift. And so through her help, I just continue to pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit. Right. We wow. know that when you pray in the spirit, it's not only building you up on the inside, but it's you also communing to God in a language that only he understands. Right. And so I believe because I began to cultivate that at such a young age that I was literally developing dynamite on the inside of me. Wow. That is such a great word picture right there. That is mm, that is powerful. Mm -hmm. And also when we pray in the spirit, we are praying perfect prayers. Because it is our spirit man praying, but I loved what you just said. You were creating spiritual dynamite Mm -hmm. on the inside of you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Powerful. Yes, ma'am. So um, eighth grade year, we made a transition back home. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Mm -hmm. And so my my mother moved me back with my grandmother temporarily um, so that I could finish eighth grade year while Mm -hmm. they kind of got things together in Houston Mm -hmm. to transition back by the school year. 
And so I finished eighth grade year with my grandmother. My mom moved back freshman year. So now we're freshman year of mm-hmm. high school. Um, the very beginning of life, right? For most teenage girls, you it's know. So, that's so true. <laughs> Is, that's so true. It's the transition, it's right? It's the big, big one. <laughs> it's the big one. It's the big one. And so I'm a freshman in high school. You know, I remember this this night in particular in December. So we were still in our um, fall semester, right? We hadn't had Christmas break yet. Mm-hmm. And so it's one cold December evening. I had been on punishment for the weekend. And I watched Father of the Bride. It was like Father of the Bride had premiered on TV for the first time. <laughs> and I, I'll never forget that. Because I would have watched that. I, I would have so, done that. <laughs> so I call myself being sneaky because when you were on punishment when you're a kid, oh. you can't watch TV or talk on the phone. But I had snuck and watched TV you and got caught. And you got caught. <laughs> you, got, you got busted. So those little things about that night always st- stick out. Mm-hmm. You know, father of the bride. There's something significant even mm-hmm. that I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to do in my life. Very connected to being the bride of Christ. Being the bride so we're gonna put of a Christ. pin there for mm, a future. I love that pin. I'm following you, girl. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, my mom goes and gets a sweatshirt for me for school um, that night. I ha- had called my cousin. She had my sweatshirt that I wanted to wear. My mom went and grabbed that sweatshirt, mm-hmm. brought it back to me and said, okay, it's over. It's time to go to sleep. Um, at about midnight, my stepfather woke me up out of my sleep. Mm-hmm. Light was on, so I saw who it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a blood-covered knife in his hand, and I woke up afraid. And I asked him, what's wrong? What happened? He said, shut up before I stick you like I stuck your mother. Those were his exact words. And I didn't understand what he meant or what he was saying. But I remember being very afraid. Um, And I remember literally just freezing and him literally trying to sexually assault me. And that entire time during the assault, I prayed in the spirit. Wow. I didn't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. But pray in the spirit because I was so afraid. Mm -hmm. And so I prayed in the spirit and literally as my stepfather was on top of me, he took that blood covered knife and he stuck it in the side of my neck, the left side of my neck. Mm -hmm. And as the knife was inside of my neck, Mm -hmm. I gasped for air and called on the name of Jesus Mm -hmm. as loud as I could. And it was as if, remember, I I referenced the dynamite. Yeah. It was as if the power of God on the inside of me, this supernatural strength came over me. And I literally was able to pull his hand away and the knife away and begin to fight for my life. So that was the first time that I felt like I roared. You roared. I roared. You roared the name of Jesus. I roared the name of Jesus. I didn't call mama. I called on Jesus because I knew in that moment that was the only one that could help me. Yeah. And so I began to fight for my life. Um, I ended up with 13 stab wounds, um, beat beyond recognition, of course, assaulted and left for dead. Um, And, uh, and, you know, following that attack on my life, I found out later that my stepfather had murdered my mother in cold blood. He stabbed her 32 times. Oh, my goodness. And she Mm. was pregnant. We didn't know, I don't know today how far alone she was, but I do know that she was with child. We found that out afterwards, of course. Um, And so it was a double homicide. He was, you know, and he's in jail for life. No possibility of parole, two life sentences. And of course, an attempted murder. So it would have been three. But I feel like I survived because of Jesus. And although my life journey has not been easy, Mm -hmm. 
that is the one thing that keeps me focused when I want to quit, when I want to give up, when I want to lose my roar. I remember Mm -hmm. that night like it was yesterday because I've been sharing my testimony since that time until now. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Yes. So me sharing this has not only been a form of therapy for me, absolutely, but it's be- also been a form of breakthrough. Yeah, because when, when our darkness hits the light, it loses power. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I'm looking at you mm-hmm. and I see this amazingly beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you gave your testimony, Chai T, mm-hmm. that you pointed out the scar on your neck. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about how that scar Mm -hmm. that is visible on your neck, you don't really see it unless you point it out. Mm -hmm. But when you point it out, you see that scar where you were stabbed in the neck. What's, what is that? What do you experience when you see that scar? What does that say to you? That I'm an overcomer, that mm-hmm. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus, yes. know, not through my own strength, but through the power of God that flowed through me that night, right? For me to not only survive an attack like that and overcome the trauma of the attack, mm-hmm. the trauma of losing a mother and still have my voice and still be able to. And you're a singer. And sing. Still be not able only to sing. have your voice, but yep. Jesus girls and guys. Chai is a singer. Chai T is a singer. Mm-hmm. I have heard this woman worship. And boy, did the enemy come after your gift. Yes, indeed. He came after your voice. Mm-hmm. And and you spoke his name. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. And continue to speak his name to this day. Yes. Yes. I mean, it is the name above all names. It's it is. the reason that we live and we move and we have our very being. It's in Christ, right? Yes, it is. And so as a kingdom ambassador, as an author, as someone who has allowed God to make my life into this beautiful mosaic out of all these broken pieces that I've had to overcome. Beautiful picture. The journey Mm -hmm. has not been easy. If you can only imagine what the rest of high school was like, and then college, and then a first marriage that literally resembled my childhood, you Mm. know, an abusive first marriage that I left because of abuse. I was like, no, my kids are not going to be raised in this. This is not God's best for me or for them. And then to be able to survive raising those girls for the amount of years <laughs> that I raised them alone. You know, when you, as you say process. that, as you say that, uh, Chai T, well, first of all, I have a couple of questions for you. When this horrific tragedy took place in your life, mm-hmm. which very few people can imagine what that could have possibly been like, mm-hmm. did you then go and live with your grandmother I again? Did. You yes, did. I so did. you then went and lived with your grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that is, that was, she was the most comforting person Absolutely. for you to be with. Um, also, uh, let's go back to the father of the bride, mm-hmm. the movie that you watched. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I can sure see the significance. And when you said, let's put a pin in that, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. We're the bride of Christ, mm-hmm. right? The ecclesia, mm-hmm. the church. And we're here to be there for others, to be salt and light in the Mm -hmm, earth, mm -hmm. right? The word of the Lord says that he's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle, Mm. right? And because we have been through so many traumas, so many disappointments, so many, so much pain, so much hurt, so much heartache, we almost, it's it's almost impossible for us to literally fully resemble what the bride of Christ looks like. Mm -hmm. The purity 
that God is looking for. And so a big part of my process of healing has been a pure heart, having a pure heart. What does that look like? That is beautiful. And it is powerful. Yes, it is something that that God is looking for in his bride, Mm -hmm. purity, purity. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's been a big part of my journey, although I've done a lot of amazing things Mm -hmm. and continue to do amazing things. The the biggest part of my heart is to see people healed Mm. and whole and walking in true freedom and walking out what God's plan and purpose is for For their their lives specifically Mm -hmm. because your life is attached to so many other lives. So many. And there are so many people waiting on you to walk into victory, to walk into freedom. Boy, that is such a great word. I'm, that is so true. I love how, and I know that this did not come without a great price for you, but when you walked out of that marriage because you said, I am going to break this generational pattern of abuse and I am not going to subject my children to what I went through. Can you just talk to us a little bit about that Mm -hmm. and what that, I mean, even on the other side of that, Mm -hmm. Chaiti, what that, as you reflect back on just breaking, I see a generational curse having been broken in that in that season am I correct absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah in subsequent seasons as well because Mm -hmm. once you go through a a series of counseling and therapy because I believe in Jesus and therapy amen okay Um, but once you've gone through a a series of counseling you start to identify what generational patterns are exist in your life you're able to see when you're stuck in a generational cycle that maybe just didn't happen with your mom and your dad but maybe your grandparents or your great-grandparents yep and so through this exploration and through this inner healing work that I started to go through, I started to understand that, hey, this is a generational cycle that is not necessarily just trying to take me out, but it was trying to take me out to get to my girls, to get to my grandson. So what if, what if the call is for my grandson? Yeah. But the enemy saw that and wanted to take you out. And wanted to take me out to prevent him from ever getting here in the first place. So when you understand that you have certain generational cycles in your life and Mm -hmm. generational patterns, you are responsible for breaking those with the power of the Holy Spirit. With the power of the Holy Spirit. And it cannot be done in any other way. Mm -hmm. And so as I walked out this generational cycle breaking in my life, I started to help other people do the same thing. Boy, that is powerful. That is, don't you just love how how God steps in to the most traumatic parts of our lives Absolutely. and there is nothing that he cannot heal. Nothing. Chaiti, we're we're getting ready to wrap this up. My goodness, I'm telling you, I could talk to you all day and awesome. <laughs> I know that I know that we're going to bring you back on the show but I, I and I'm putting you on the spot right now I'm, I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot I've heard you sing mm. and I was wondering if you could just just maybe sing a, just a little something mm-hmm. short over our Jesus girls and guys mm-hmm. to bless them mm-hmm. as a blessing yep So this is what's coming up for me. It's actually something that I'm recording right now, and hopefully we'll have a new single to release to the world, and it's called Overtaken. And so my prayer for all of the listeners today is that you would be overtaken by the presence and the power of the true and living God. For it is in his presence where you find healing. It is in his presence where you find true joy. It is in his presence where you find peace, and it is in his presence where you find an overwhelming love. 
from the rising of the sun. You take my breath away. You awaken me with the melodies of your love. And I'm surrounded by your glory every moment of the day. I hear your voice telling me new mercies I will provide. All the grace you need overtaken overtaken by a warm embrace overtaken overtaken I just want to be Overtaken, Lord, by thee. Wow. I am overtaken in this moment. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for your vulnerability, for your bravery, for for stepping into a place for, to know that what the devil meant for, to kill still and destroy you that God has been turning around for years and years and years and years to use for your good and for his glory Amen. and Chai tea you are beautiful Amen. thank you so much for being here how can our listeners find you and we're going to drop this information into the bio section okay well as always you can find me at Chai that's C-H-I no A <laughs> the letter T which is my middle initial and my last name is spelled Matthias M-A-T-H-I-A-S dot com. That's Chai T Matthias dot com. You visit Chai T Matthias, you find me everywhere else. That sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> well, look her up, Jesus Girls and Guys. And what a blessing it has yeah. been having you today on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what an amazing uh, time this has been. And we just pray that... You are blessed today and that you remember uh, that Jesus is crazy about you. And we're going to see you next time on Jesus Girl Roar. 